Instagram use. I am Adam. We're here to discuss a problem. Um, and the problem is one that Warner Brothers has. It's been a rough week or two for Warner Brothers. And, I, and here's the thing. They, I think that two of the main issues are completely unrelated because one is related to the merger. Um, although I think it could theoretically have something to do with the other problem. Um, so the first thing is Warner Brothers was fired. Like, uh, like everyone at Warner Brothers has been fired, basically. Um, every, every higher up. Um, like, you know, studio head of Warner Brothers. And Sarnoff is out, the head of HBO Max is out, the HR generalist is out, the, um, the, the general counsel for Warner Brothers is out. Like, all of these people in key roles, CFO, CEO of Warner Media, everyone is out and, and completely replaced. And, and it will be replaced with new people following this, you know, thing that's going on here. Um, and, like, the question that, like, kind of exists is, like, well, why? Why is this happening? What is with this? Why the fuck are you running down the middle of the road, you dumb twat? Um, this, this woman's literally running down the middle of the road on a two-lane road. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, anyway, like, Warner Bros. has this huge, you know, this huge thing going on right now because of the Warner Media Discovery merger and then spinning off Warner Media Discovery into its own company, and, you know, they're cleaning house as a result, um, which kind of makes sense if you think about it. But then came the Ezra Miller issue. Um, and the Ezra, Mil- the Ezra Miller issue is probably a little more... Um, what's the looking for here? It's a little more uh, complex than it needs to be. Now, let's start with the basics. Ezra Miller uh, is kind of a staple at Warner Brothers. I believe Perks of Being a Wallflower was a Warner Brothers property. I believe that... um, What's it called? I believe that... uh, What's the other one that was a big one? Um, uh, Fuck. Um, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Then he was in, you know, Batman v Superman, Justice League... And then he was in, um, there was another one after that. Um, oh, he's going to be The Flash, and then he was also in Fantastic Beasts. And he's kind of been a, kind of a staple there um, the whole time. And it's not like he's particularly well-received by audiences. Like, it's not like he's got a massive fan base where it's like, oh, well, we need the Ezra, like, so goes Ezra Miller, goes the audience, where it's like, I don't think that the Ezra Miller fan base particularly there. I think that because of the issues surrounding Snyder and, and the Snyder cut in general, I think you could have had a little bit of a backlash, um, recasting him as the Flash, because he, like, he was handpicked by Snyder. But at the same time, I feel like there's a lot more to this story than we will ever know. Uh, or we do presently know. Um, I mean, I think there's a day where, like, you know, we hit the, the, the point where, like, the, uh, um, like, they, they released the documents about the Kennedy assassination regarding what, what went on in this time, but I don't think that's going to be anytime soon. Now, looking at, like, what's going on here, um, the, the big thing is, um, he, he has these issues off, off screen, um, 
has had multiple physical altercations with people, assaulted a fan at one point at an, an event in, uh, um, what's it called, in um, uh, Iceland. He had an issue where he, uh, and then recently, um, arrest and restraining order uh, for his issues with um, uh, a couple, I mean, I'm saying issues and that feels dismissive, but like, he, he repeatedly threatened them, you know, situation, and, like, look, these are all problems that stem from whatever's going on, and, and these are long-standing problems. Then came today's meeting at Warner Brothers, the emergency meeting, or, or if the meeting didn't happen today, the reporting of the emergency meeting that happened at Warner Brothers that came out today. Now, here's the thing. Uh, the meeting was about what do they do about Ezra Miller? How do they solve a problem like Ezra Miller, which as soon as I saw this story and I decided I was going to talk about this, I decided it was going to be the title of this episode. Um, so that was the big, you know, sticking point is how do we handle this problem? Because Ezra Miller's, you know, like we can't, like, I don't know why they can't just fire him. Um, like at this point, because the Flash movie's already coming, and I think part of it is, um, the 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 flash like the flash movie has been in development since if you have your windows tinted why the fuck are you putting an ad for your business in your window that is the and, and you don't have a rear license plate motherfucker like what the fuck is wrong with you anyway uh this this asshole on a Ford Super Duty next to me um so like looking at this broadly and being like well here's all the problems that we have over the course of this, you know, over the course of this production and over the course of this, it's like, we they, they did sink a lot of money. Uh, I'm not going to say they didn't. They sunk a fuck ton of money into this Flash movie. Uh, and, and a lot of it was with the backing of Ezra Miller, where Ezra Miller had a, a sizable contribution to the plot of said movie. He had a sizable... Um, he does have a front license plate, though. That's weird. Um... He did, like, he had a sizable contribution to the plot and how it was going to work and all the multiverse shenanigans and all of that. Alright, cool. And then when you see, like, what's going on behind the scenes on set and then what's going on off set and you see all of these issues happening, look, there's a point where you have to be... And the thing is, is like, is it just The Flash he was doing this on? Or was he doing it on Fantastic Beasts as well? And look, it's a substantial problem if one of the major leads of your movie like, you know, that's coming out this month, can't attend press events because you don't want him at, at press at press events. Like, that's a serious problem. Like, he, he, he's a major part of this. And, and it's like, you know, and, and if you're going to get to next July and he's, you know, and, and he he can't be it, it just doesn't make sense to me. It, it just, there, there are things that don't line up about this. Um where it's like, why won't you just fire him? Um, why is that? And why the fuck are you in this lane if you're going to try and make a left at them? So, so like, that's my thing. Just My thing would be just fire him. At this point, get rid of him. I don't think he's the boon that people think he is. Um, I, I don't, like... Because I, I can't think of a single movie where it's like Ezra Miller is in this movie, in the lead, and people went to see it because Ezra Miller was there in that role. I don't think that movie exists um, where there is a, an easy to point out, like, 
here's how much money this man brings to, or this person brings to, you know, the, the box office, because they're non-binary, I realize I've been doing that the entire time, I'm sorry, um, but like, that, therein lies the problem, we can't look at what is, it's very hard to address the issue systemically if the studio is not willing to address the problem. And there is an easy solution to this. Considering that the multiverse is being rewritten um, at the end of this movie, and, and, you know, all of a sudden Ben Affleck is no longer Batman and Michael Keaton is in the new universe, you can recast. Um, you can bring in a new actor to play The Flash. I mean, there's also the alternative that um, you can kill him off and replace him with a new Flash. You can bring in a new Wally West. Um, that's an opportunity. Um, you can, I mean, there is a person out there right now who's like, yes, hello, I have 10 years experience pretending to run around Central City in a red towel and I would like a job as your cinematic Flash. My wife just had a baby and I do not want to spend, um, you know, doing 18 to 20 episodes in Vancouver. Uh, I'd rather be able to stay near to Los Angeles to come in for team movies, so I would like to be your Flash. Um, and they give him the, the sweet, like, even if he gets six figures to just show up for crossover movies, like, that's gotta be a sweet deal for him. Like, even if he's not making, like, he's making, like, I think, like, $3 million in his contract, or 200,000 times 20 episode season, so maybe, maybe $5 million, um, or $4 million. My math is all kinds of fucked up. I'm tired. But, like, he's making a substantial amount of money on his next contract. Um, and I don't think that, yeah, it's $4 million in his next contract. But if he's making $4 million in his next contract, if he makes 600000 if he makes as much as um, Chris Evans made in the first Avengers movie to show up on a theatrical level, I mean, that's it. And then you'll get people who will watch The Flash and like, oh, Grant's showing up. I feel like that's kind of a solution to this problem. Like, you know, bringing Grant and just be like, oh, now he looks like this. And at that point, the show will have began and ended its run because I do not foresee a world in which their option, they, they, they're paying this much money for the lead and then, like, you get back, like, some of the supporting cast. Um, and it's like, you, you, you have all of that kind of happening, but you're not going to bring, uh, like, I don't see a season nine coming into the world, world considering everything that's going on here. Um, or season ten, I'm sorry. I don't think they get the 10th season. I think they get to season 9, and then that's it. I mean, it's possible. I mean, Supernatural went on 15 years. Um, but I, I, I think it's possible the show just ends with season 9, and then that's the end of it. Um, I certainly hope so. I feel like the show has definitely run its course. But if they bring him in, and they use him just for crossovers, I think that would be a good use of it. That would be the best way to handle it, I think. And then you don't have to work... Like, I, I think that that's the thing. It's like, we have the show, the show exists, and the show kind of flushes out who the reverse flag is and all that. Like, nothing would make me happier than to go and see the Flash movie. First of all, to go and see the Flash movie next July and see that the movie actually exists, because I still am not 100% committed to the fact that this movie is, in fact, ever going to come out in my lifetime. But if, if, if the movie comes out next year... Um, and, and it is, you know, and it is released in theaters, and I am able to watch it, 
I would like to see um, Thawne show up and, and put a vibrating hand through his chest. That would be the best way to handle this this movie, I think. And so the thing with Ezra Miller is that he's he's always had such weird decisions that it's like, why do we keep bringing him in? Like, why why is that thing where it's like, what's the point of continuing to indulge this nonsensical behavior? What the fuck are we doing this for? Um, and it's like, well, why why bother? I think it's a question that needs to be asked. Um, and, and, and really, there is no good answer. Like, you can't look at this movie and, and be like, well, you know, why is this happening? And I feel like this is going to end up the Morbius treatment where it's like, we're just going to dump it out, hope for the best, and call it a day, and then be done with it. And then it's like, well, you know, it, it, it for Morbius, it's one thing, because Morbius is like, you know... Morbius. Like, I don't think Morbius has the fan base or, you know, nine seasons of a TV show, a TV show in the 90s, and, you know, hundreds and hundreds of comic book issues. Like, he's not The Flash. Like, I think, like, The Flash, he's not the trinity of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, but I think if you saw a Justice League team that didn't have a Flash, if not Barry Allen and Jay Garrick or Wally West or any number of other iterations of The Flash, or even, like, Avery Ho, who's there now, and, you know... Like, if there wasn't a Flash, you'd be like, oh, this something feels off about this. Um, and I feel like that's something that's going to come and bite them in the ass, if I'm being completely honest. Um, I think there's going to come a point where they got to accept the fact that there needs to be a new, you know, there, there needs to be a new, uh, what's the one I'm looking for here? Like... I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm talking in circles, but, like, they, they need to change something. Um, and I feel like, you know, uh, this, this Flash movie is shaping up to not be good because now Warner Bros. is in a situation where they feel like they have to change things. And part of the problem is, I mean, look, the inability to act on this, I feel like, stems from the fact that they're in this situation where, you know... Like, I, I've said it before, that auteur theory is complete bullshit, and it's completely designed to be, like, you know director is king, and look at all these other people who, you know, certain creatives get all the creative freedom to do whatever they want, and we will do it because they're making high art, and it's okay. So, like, Jared Leto, send the dead animals and used condoms to your to your co-stars. That's not creepy. Do it, because it's gonna make a better movie, even though everyone hated his Joker. And then, like, every iteration of the Joker besides that has been better received and didn't set, send dead animals to, to his castmates. Like, and then on Morbius, great, you managed to make Morbius, but you, you know, you were in the crutches for like 10 minutes, if that, in the movie, and, you know, you had to stay in the crutches for the duration of the shoot when you were in those scenes, adding like two hours onto the shoot days. Like, cool. Like, there's so many things that you see, you're like, what the fuck? Like, why are we indulging... Like, if I'm on set, I'm like, what the fuck? Why are we indulging this? Like, like I don't care. Like, hire someone else. Like, the fuck? I, and it's not like he's, he, he's coming away with a better product for it. And then we have this thing where it's like, well, the director's always right. The director's always right. It's, it's 100% the director's vision. I'm like, who the fuck? Like, it is not 100% the director's vision. Like, the idea that, like, Justice League, as Zack Snyder made it, 
was 100% Zack Snyder's doing is completely bullshit. And any director worth their salt will be like, no, filmmaking's a collaborative effort. It's not just them. They, they, they always need the assistance of other people. Like, they always need additional, like, hands on deck. And, and, and like, you know, the actors always bring something to the roles. And if they don't listen to the actors, then what the fuck are they doing? Like, because the actors, you know, they read the character. They can intuit the character. They can, you know, as they're playing the character, they're, they're doing more. They, they understand the character to a deeper degree. There's a certain level of intimacy that comes with pretending to be someone, doing the research required to pretend to be someone. So if you're not going to listen to the actors, then what the fuck are you doing? And it's kind of like, you know, this whole thing that Warner Bros. has kind of done where it's like, we are siding with the talent and making the talent make the decisions. It's putting them in this position where they can't really do that. And then when you look at the response to Joss Whedon stuff and to the, to the issues that Ray Fisher had. Now, granted, I've voiced it before that I don't necessarily think that what Ray Fisher has voiced in terms of specific allegations against Joss Whedon, like, what we've seen from allegations from, like, Charisma Carpenter and, and all those other people, uh, Michelle Trachtenberg and all that from, from the set of Buffy, and, and, like, the writers on Buffy were, like, he would just be there to make people feel bad. It's like, yeah, that's a shitty thing to do, and he probably shouldn't work in the field if he's going to do that. But, like, the the ultimate problem with, like, Ray Fisher's allegations is that he said that he was doing things that are racist and then didn't levy any specific racial, like, things, where it's like, okay, but, like, what did he do that was racist? And it's like, well, he talked about Cyborg's dick, and I'm like, hi, have you ever met a comic book fan? Like, it, 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 like, that's not a racial thing to be like, oh, they talked about the comic book character's dick. It's like, they have an entire conversation in, in, like, Mallrats, where it's like, well, what about the Thing's dick? Well, what about Mr. Fantastic's dick? And it's like, they, they made the Mr. Fantastic dick joke in both Fantastic Four movies. Well, okay. Uh, both of the uh, the moderately okay Fantastic Four movies from the mid-2000s have that joke about Mr. Fantastic's dick. Uh, and that's not a... That, that, like, go back and watch. Uh, they make at least one reference to it, and they also make a reference to um, to, to how the thing fucks in, the, in, in Rise of Silver Surfer. It's one of those things where it's like, it's just a thing. It's what happens when a bunch of guys... Like, it, it, it's, it's... I don't want to say locker room talk, but it's the kind of thing that kind of was born out of this men, you know, centric environment of the mid-60s, where it's like, this is the kind of thing that's going to happen as they create these situations. And then, because the comic book store has been predominantly dominated by men, it leads to these conversations. Like, that's the thing. It's like, I remember I listened to Penn Jillette talk about magicians and how you're seeing more and more magicians become uh, more and more women magicians and I was like well why didn't you see that in the past and the reason he gave was well if you wanted to learn to become a magician there wasn't YouTube there wasn't you know books or anything like that it was you had to go to these clubs where magicians were practicing their trade and these were male oriented and male dominated spaces so you would go in there if you were a woman you would feel ostracized just for being there and the comic book store is kind of the same way. Less so now if you go to a big chain. But, like, there's still a comic book store where, like, the guy behind the counter obviously hates his life and doesn't want to be there. And it's like, well, what the fuck are you doing this for? Like, I get you need to make ends meet, but, like, fuck, find a job where you have some accountability and not be a complete asshole to everyone who walks in. It, it's just one of those things where, it's like, you, you look at the situation and you look at what's going on and you're like, well, why, why are we in this mess? Like... Why are we here now dealing with this problem? 
and, and, and it's like, it, it is that kind of situation. So, the problem is now, you now have, you know, they did their investigation after Joss Whedon and, and didn't find anything. And then what happens is you have, you know, they've kind of not blackballed, um, you know, Ray Fisher. Because Ray Fisher's still getting work. He's still on, like, he was just on a TV show on ABC and he's still, you know, he's still getting work. Um, and he's going to be in, in Rebel Moon. Um, but, like, the problem is, you know, he, he has, you know, he has all this, like, by doing that, you end up in the situation where, um, now if Ezra Miller is causing problems, um, like, looking at the cast of Justice League, um, and, and there are allegations levied against Joss Whedon, and, and your findings are kind of nebulous, the only two cast members who kind of get cast out are Ezra Miller, who's non-binary, and, you know, Ray Fisher, who's black, and initially levied the allegations, and it's like, well, the problem becomes, it's like, well, and the thing is, it's like, it's not me being like, oh, they're being too PC or anything, it's, you know for a fact that's what they're doing, considering what just happened with Ruby Rose, like, because you, like, you know for damn sure if Ruby Rose didn't do what she did a few months back or last year with her allegations, and, and, and Warner Brothers ends up having to do something they never do in situations like this, which is circle the wagons around the accused and be like, no, she's wrong, that is unheard of for a studio to do that, and they did it. it it's just it, it's just bizarre to me that this whole situation kind of unfolding the way it is. And the fact that it's a conversation... Um, about should we do this and not we're gonna do this speaks volumes because here's the thing like Will Smith has had two projects go on to like uh, go on to the back burner as a result of his uh, him slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars uh, Bad Boys uh, 4 was in development and you know Bad Boys 4 probably should have been called Bad Boys for Life you know not to you know, be that guy, but Bad Boys 4 was in development, it was in the script phase, and it's being put on the back burner now, and then also, that other one, uh, he had another movie that was being held aside, and then there's also a biopic that he was involved with that's being held aside, and it's like, look, you know, he slapped someone. Ezra Miller has a documented pattern of assaulting people, and, and there hasn't been any repercussion against him. And it, it, like, it's not even like this new situation is the first time it's happened. We've seen it happen multiple times over the course of his, like, tenure as The Flash at Warner Brothers. Hell, even if we want to say Justice, and during his time as Credence on Fantastic Beasts, which is only 2016, um, it's like, it, there, there's just so much there that it just, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, as to why they, ha why this is a conversation is, should we do this instead of, no, we have to do this. It's just kind of ridiculous. Cause it's not even like he's a good actor. Like, it's not like it's like fucking Willem Dafoe or like, you know, like if Ben Affleck was like this, I'd be like, you know, well, they're giving him a little bit of space because Ben Affleck is Ben Affleck. Ezra Miller is not Ben Affleck. Ezra Miller is not Brad Pitt. And by all accounts, both of those people are very good to work with. Like, it's not like... I it's one of those things where, like, who the fuck does he think he is to be here, like, oh, well, I'm in charge, and we're gonna do what I want. It's like, well, fuck you. It's just baffling to me.
Um, I don't know. I, I just, I feel like they, they need to rework at Warner Brothers. They need to, they need to, they need to retool how they're going to do things. They need to deeply consider where they go in the future. And they need to, look, they need to do a better job. Um, because look, here's the thing. I don't think that what Ezra Miller is doing off stage is going to impact the box office of The Flash. That's, I think, the only reason why this isn't happened. The, the, the decision to fire him hasn't happened where they're like, at this point, they can probably deep fake someone onto his face um, or reshoot all of his scenes with someone else. They have a full year. I, I just feel like that's kind of a, a fix that's possible. It's just, I, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like it's kind of a, a sticky situation, but I, I'm just not for this. Um, I'm not for him continuing to be in movies, like, you know, and, and be in movies I'm looking forward to as well. Like, he he shouldn't, like, like that's the thing, it's like, you know, I, I wasn't thrilled about him being cast in The Flash, I was like, and he doesn't really feel like Barry Allen, and then like, oh, he doesn't, you know, even his iteration of the character doesn't quite feel like Barry Allen, it feels more like Wally West, and he doesn't look the part really, and it's just, you know, kind of silly, and I don't know. Um, but we'll wrap up there for today, um, so... Hopefully Warner Brothers takes the appropriate action and gets rid of Ezra Miller. Like, that that would be my thing. Like, just get, like, you know, release this movie and then just recast and, and pretend pretend you didn't recast. That's what I would do. Um, and, and just move on and with your day and that's, that's it. Um, so until our next time, have a great rest of your week.